Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue number 173 of the Bad Cowdy Funky Podcast. Wow. wow! Tonight, we're talking the latest, fatest, and greatest with the only news that matters, the news of the nerds. Yeah. But before we get too far from home, let's see who's joining us this week. We have Doc Chris. I can't cast that Dave. <laughs> Good job. Sorry, it's, a, it's a joke because I'm throwing it for Dave tonight. Good job. You're welcome. TV's Casey. Yo. The Bad Guy himself, Sergio. Welcome, everyone, to the best damn podcast and least scope podcast in Twitch in the entire world. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to us on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Google Play, and everywhere you can download a podcast on your mobile devices, on your tablets, at home, on your way to work, to the gym, dropping off the kids, feeding your cat or dog, loving your cat or dog. Checking in on Booster Greg stream at twitch.tv slash Booster Greg. Following him on his Twitter, Booster Greg. And turning in here uh, to the random streams on Bad Kitty Funky uh, here on Twitch. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening to ev- everything we've been doing. Our theme podcast, our news podcast. Thank you for your feedback and following on all of our social media. We love doing this. We do it for fun. And we do it for you. And I'm your host for the evening, Booster Greg. Now that we've gotten all of that business out of the way, gentlemen, what's going on this week? What happened? Oh. Well, there's one superhero who's got another trailer in our midst. Punisher. Uh, I don't Ah. (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home has the first official trailer. And it's got a lot of great highlights in it. Um, First of all, I'm just going to start with this because it's the best part of the whole thing jake gyllenhaal as mysterio jake gyllenhaal as mysterio Holy son of a bitch God. jg donnie darko himself in the flesh dude and he looks good too holy looks crap really dude yeah. that dude that costume come on i mean let's let's I was, go i was worried for about 10 seconds that he wasn't gonna have the bubble dome and then they show it in the trailer and i'm like whoo fishbowl oh it's so <laughs> they nailed it you know, oh, yeah. um, I saw a bunch of people complaining on Twitter where they're like, it's too similar to Dr. Strange's costume. And I'm like, are oh, you come on, that, that they have the fucking quilt pattern on the green. <laughs> That's like, the there's po- a lot of it's a the lot point, of gold, though. But he's like perfect. totally pulling a syndrome on this. Yeah, we, knew, we all know he's a bad guy. We all know he's faking the hero gig just for like publicity and just to, like gain that notoriety. So what is he, what do you do when you're doing that in the Marvel U- Cinematic Universe? You grab literally the largest heroes, the best known heroes, the greatest, and you rip the shit off of them. Yeah, and um, and who better to steal a gimmick than Mysterio? Yeah, amazing. Um, Casey, why don't you tell us about Mysterio? Uh, so Mysterio's name is Quentin Beck. He is a former special effects expert really the greatest uh in the marvel universe for a long time greatest Um, in the world he he made industrial light and magic look like i don't know the rock and the scorpion king (laughs) 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 like it's that (laughs) i'm gonna say jeff who lights fires in his backyard (laughs) it's that it's that colorful of a metaphor um and eventually, when the studio life didn't work out, he turned to a life of crime. And As like any do. really great supervillain, he antagonized one of the few guys who could immediately detect what's real and what's not with Spider-Sense. Um, probably would have worked out better as an X-Men villain, if you ask me, but who's to say? Definitely anyway. would not have worked out as a Daredevil villain. No. <laughs> In fact, the one time he was a Daredevil villain, it did not end too well. 
oh. for him. You want to see yeah. some weird shit? What did you just say? What did yeah. you just say? <laughs> I'm blind, asshole. Yeah. Oh, God. Cane um, to the face. But he's a lot of fun. He's a he's a villain who's got a lot of gravitas. Uh, and you can pretty much use him in any kind of capacity as you want. You could make him a support to a big bad guy. You could do this, like, grand stuff. Uh, people have wanted to see him in a Spider-Man film for a very long time. A lot of people were thinking Bruce Campbell and all the cameos he had in the Sam Raimi film was building to him being Mysterio and being Ooh, a thread all along. That would have been great. Um, I believe one of the original storyboards that i've seen for the raimi spider-man 4 which did have the vulture as the bad guy had either a cold open with mysterio being handcuffed and it was bruce campbell Mm. um so i I mean interesting stuff there's other good stuff in this trailer too uh aunt may is definitely down with the secret identity because she packs his suit as definitely hot Yes. Oh, totally. Uh, <laughs> she might have a thing going with Happy Hogan. It's unclear. There's a there's some mild flirtation there. That was amazing. Um, what, what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> um, I, I love it too because like I, w- I would I would definitely ship that. I think I think that could work a lot better yeah. than than her yeah. and Tony. Yeah. yeah. Or 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 Happy and Pepper like in the comics. What? Whoa! What? Yeah, they get married in the comics. What really? Whoa, that's yeah. Weird. It's only it's weird because I know the cinematic universe and like I can't see it yeah. happening because right. I know yeah. it's crazy, but yeah, no comics. That's how they did it. Um, what else? Uh, Hydro Man is in this, or is he a mysterious illusion? Who's mm. to say? But yeah. I will tell you that there's an Easter egg on one of the boats. If you freeze frame it, it's like ASM two fifty five. First appearance of Hydro Man. Well, each each of the elementals has that. Yeah, if you, if you look. Oh yeah, yeah I only the, I only saw the Hydra. There's the one. boat. There's a license plate. And I can't remember what Molten was. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it, it's all like their first appearances. Yeah, interesting mix of people though. Uh, Sandman, kind of a dicey choice considering Spider-Man Three. Although I will say he's one of the better parts of that movie. Yeah, I think he's, he's yes. the only good part. part of that. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> I'm with you. Hey. I there. mean, uh, and then Molten Man, who is Liz Allen's brother, um, which is interesting if they actually make that connection in this movie i doubt it mm. um but yeah it's uh quite a quite a motley crew of spider enemies thinking they might lead to a sinister six in the f- the film no doubt following this it'd be amazing if if it's actually sandman it's actually hydra man because there's a lot of speculation that it's it's mysterio he's making these effects he's going to fight them to make himself look like a hero because that's kind of what he wants to do and then at the end yeah. it'll be revealed that it was him all along and he's evil haha <laughs> What I really like about this trailer, oh, there's two uh, two interesting things about the trailer. One of which is that this trailer actually aired at a, at a con down in Brazil like a couple months ago, um, but the actual footage did not leak like at all, Crazy. which is surprising. There was lots of like recaps and stuff. Um, when I was as I was watching this, I was literally like doing a checklist in my mind of the things I read about like what were on there, and this yeah. definitely is the trailer um, through there. And the other thing is, this is a long ass trailer. It's like a solid yeah. what, like two minutes on there? Yeah, forty six yeah. on the timestamp. Yeah, almost three minutes for a trailer. Like that's a that's a pop song right there, guys. They want you to digest the shit out of this. Yeah. Dude, dude, let's talk about Nick Fury appears in this. It's like finally, like this is dude, the year finally. I love it. Right? He's like, oh no, Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell, Nick Fury? And 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 it and it kind of sucks too because it's just like this definitely takes place after Infinity War. What? Yeah. Well. I mean, I mean, Maybe. after the end, after Endgame. I mean, after Infinity well, War, before Endgame, after Endgame. Who's to say? After Endgame. After Endgame. I mean, like, really, like, 
It doesn't. Yeah, after, after, after you're probably yeah. right, but I don't think it's a guarantee. And if it is a guarantee, who cares? You know, he's coming back anyways. He's only been in two movies. One yeah. of them was his own. We also yeah. know Black Panther is coming back. Like we know these things are happening. Oh, of course. It's it's like, just odd because it's just like I don't know when it takes place, and it kind of it, it makes a certain part of my brain itch. But yeah. but but but, I, but that's the least important thing. I definitely I'm so pleased with how Jake Gyllenhaal looks as Mysterio, yep. especially it's for people, really... especially for like like in uh, I think in the past like uh, there were characters in the Sam Raimi who were talked about uh, to be put on screen, and you know like how he didn't originally want Venom because Sam Raimi doesn't like characters without humanity, and he didn't think Venom had any humanity to speak of whatsoever. Those are his words. Um, yeah. And he's, and he's and not wrong. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's completely wrong. He's not wrong. Venom sucks. We're not and, doing this. And, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and certain villains like Mysterio, they're just like, oh, they would look so weird to have the fishbowl on screen, but it looks good. I it looks some fish good. I, I don't know if it, like, I don't like how it looks because it looks like a fishbowl, mm -hmm. but it's supposed to look like a fishbowl. I just don't like yeah. Mysterio's look. It, it's like the moral of the story. You've never really. I've never really liked it. It's never none really worked of, for none me. None of the versions. The like, I've always just wanted, like, Spider-Man to just, like, rub it and, like, have it try to tell him the future. Like, that's all I can see is just a crystal ball. And, like, it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> or sign a flashlight at it and try to, like, get a disco going on. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised he's never done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a skin you can buy from uh, Epic. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Sued. But uh, yeah, to, to, to be honest, to be honest, this 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 trailer in this movie kind of looks like meh to me. It's like okay, that's it. All looks par for the course. It looks all right. Yeah, I'm not hype about it. I'm not excited uh, right. about it. Like like I'm I'm personally excited for the new Godzilla movie because I personally love all those goddamn Godzilla monsters. I mean, seeing King Ghidorah on screen, holy shit. Um, I'm definitely excited for Endgame. I was excited for Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I was excited for Last Jedi when that trailer came up. Um, probably gonna be excited for for the next one that trailer comes up. But this movie, I'm just looking at this trailer. I'm just like, okay, this seems pretty neat. Like you got Peter Parker yeah. going on on a trip. I like that it's not in America. It's he's far from home, so he's out of his element. So he's not used to that kind of landscape. So we're kind of like him coming along for the ride, and I think that's pretty cool. But I, I think a lot of people, when you saw the subtitle "Far from Home," like. We're, I think we're thinking a little further than Europe. Space. Yeah. Outer space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Europe, I mean, so, the final and, frontier. Yeah, and I knew I knew that wasn't going going to happen, but this this movie looks all right. You know, you got your, your Zendayas, which the kids love. She's yeah. got millions of followers. It's great. Uh, you know, people love Nick Fury. That's great. And then you got uh, the, guy, the guy who plays Flash Thompson at the end with a joke that everybody sees coming a mile away because uh, Zendaya is just like, oh, what's with you and Spider-Man? I don't know. Oh, he's I got, love this. You know, he's, 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 he's got a cool suit. He's he's about the neighborhood and I don't know, respect him. What's up, Dickwad? <laughs> Looks over at Parker. <laughs> that, like, that, like, that line right there. straight out of the comics. Yeah, that Is it line? really? Not yeah. Oh, line. dude, that that's so funny about Flash Thompson yeah. is he bullies the shit out of Pete. And loves Spider Man. He's Love, Spider Man's like, big that I know, yeah, 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 that I know. But yeah, it's just like that that whole joke is just like, okay, here it comes. He's building up Spider Man, and in comes Peter Parker. He's gonna diss oh, him. Yeah, yeah. There, there but, it goes. Uh, that's yeah. what I want though. Like Spider Man Homecoming didn't have any of that really. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, you're really cool, man. And he was like kind of bullying Pete a little like, bit, not yeah. in that jock way. And that's like what I like about Flash Thompson. He's just, he's just your stereotypical like jock, and then. He redeems himself a little bit later in life. He he goes to war, loses his legs, and then becomes everyone's favorite character. He loses his legs in war? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He loses him in a, Iraq. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. That's Flash, a different time. Flash Thompson goes through one of the best like character maturations in all of comic books. Dude, I, I, I can't see this kid playing him like do that. I, don't, right. I, I think it's yeah. just the kid. They wouldn't playing. do that here. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, to yeah. me, this is not Flash Thompson. It's just like some guy who has yeah, the name Flash that's Thompson. Fair. T- take it from somebody who went to a specialized high school, not a lot of jocks, and that's exactly the kind of bullying that you got when you were there. That's fair. I would yeah. imagine some rich jock father would get his rich kid in there, though. Yeah. Wait, what, do you, what, what do you guys think they're going to do with this whole MJ thing? Is she, like, what, what's what's going on with that? I really don't care. Like, why, like, why did you try to make it a thing? Just name her MJ up front and have that be what she is. But no, they were like, oh, her name's not that. It's something else. And, oh, wink, wink, nod, nod. That's Sony. You can feel the Sony <laughs> tentacles in there. Hell you yeah. absolutely can. And it's not not great and actually uh, i was reading this trailer was released earlier than marvel wanted because of sony whoa i believe that i knew it i knew it i knew it dude i knew it dude because i was just like wait a minute they're definitely not talking there because this movie is in association with marvel but sony's Mm -hmm. definitely doing its own thing and it, it, it seems so odd because we had the end game teaser not that long ago we don't have that much more to look forward to until maybe later on we don't know question marks but at the same time it's just like they're like all right release it now but why what where does this all which is why a lot of people on online are confused they're like wait a minute where does this stand why would they release this now when we haven't seen much from Endgame? but oh man sony i knew it they're doing their own thing it's like, like sony's doing your first own thing, time sony. playing chicken where it's like the release date is coming and they're driving straight and they're just like, don't, don't swerve, don't swerve, don't swerve. Oh, God, it's 2019. Swerve, swerve, show all the things, show them, bring out the toys, bring out the Lego sets, do this. And it's just like Marvel's like, chill, it'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Spe- speaking of spoilers, there's a big Captain Marvel spoiler in some of the merch. So try and keep your eyes off of that stuff. Really? Oh, oh, damn. Oh, man. Yeah. Is it a Lego set? It's usually a Lego set. I think it was actually a Marvel Legends. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is weird because usually those are, yeah. yeah. Damn, dude. Well, speaking of legends, we have an incredible uh, movie <laughs> coming up. Oh man, uh, look, I've been looking forward to this, and we did a podcast on this movie as well. John Wick starring Keanu Reeves. We got John yes. Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum, which is odd. They just should just called it John Wick Three, but uh, I, th- I think yeah. Parabellum to them sounded cool because in Latin it means if you want peace, prepare for war. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought I was, it meant if you kill my dog, you're fucking road dust. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I was watching, <laughs> well, that's implied. Yeah, yeah. I was watching an interview with with the director of John Wick Three, and he was saying, "Oh, this this is this is the name of it, and that's why we picked it." I'm like, okay, so you thought it was cool. Anyway, uh, in, in this trailer, <laughs> we see for, for those who don't know, have never seen John Wick, watch John Wick. It watch is it right such. Now. A badass adrenaline ride like, through and through, and it's and it, they're well made. Part one and two were well made. I liked I liked part two a lot more than part one. Part one was still good, but oh yeah. man, the cinematography, the acting, the action in it, just it, it's it's absolutely insane. And in this one, we see John Wick is on the run because in this world of assassins, uh, John Wick has a bounty placed on his head because he broke the cardinal rule of not killing on continental grounds. The continental, for those who don't know, is kind of like a safe haven. Uh, uh, a clubhouse, if you will, where, where uh, the world assassins could come and unwind, you know, kind of uh, restock themselves, maybe respect their attribute points if they want to. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like your your inn that you go to after you go on raids and stuff like the, that. The and bar with no name. Exactly. Yeah, and he killed inside of it, and now he broke the rules. And every assassin in the world, with a fourteen million dollar bounty on his head, John Wick has to fight the entire world. And this looks absolutely mm-hmm. insane with Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves doing more stunts, more gun work, and and them being smack dab in New York, and then he's in a desert. What? 
Halle Berry. Uh, what? I, I think I Did saw. Did he someone... just kill a guy with a book? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw Trinity from the Matrix. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, what? It, it looks. It looks insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't wait for this goddamn movie. Like, let's. Is go. it possible that he looks younger? He's a vampire. I, I was. A vampire. I was thinking that his hair is getting a little thinner. Like looking at this from the last one, because he had like full hair. And I know because I watched it, I was like, fuck, I want that hair. <laughs> fuck, man. And then this one, it's looking it's looking a little I think he's it's starting to show. I think like he needs to drink some more blood or something. I think he probably should have taken the Rogaine pill instead of the he red or the blue pill. Have, yeah. <laughs> mm, no. I mean, like, he he is gonna look great. I was going through um uh, his IMDB a couple weeks back. Uh, for a bonus episode for uh, Random Movie Club, and we're looking at all the pictures of him in the posters. And I want to say, in the past twenty some odd years, he maybe aged four. Dude, Connery is is a vampire being kept he alive is, yeah. by by the fandom because the, the fans love him. And 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 before oh, yeah. John Wick, he's he's done some all right movies, but it's like we want to see him in in that quintessential neo ish role. Right. Bill and Ted, this gold gold right there. Fuck them travel. Bill and Ted, amazing movies. Also, yeah. The Lake House. Oh, Sandra The Lake Bullock. House. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, like I'm t- talking about after after The Matrix and and oh. between The Matrix oh, and okay, and, okay, and okay. now and now. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't oh, mean his his whole entire career. Dude. I was gonna say he's got some gems in there. Oh, he did Constantine after. I thought that was before the Matrix. No, Matrix? Ma- the Matrix is 1999, bro. Yeah, Constantine's yeah. after that. Constantine was what 2005, 2004. No, you're talking about Matrix. What is 1999? Matrix number three, which is technically uh, the, last, 2000, the last. It was no later than 2003. Oh, right? okay. Constantine. Yeah. Oh, mm, yeah, ma- maybe Constantine maybe 2004 for the last Matrix movie. <laughs> so what do you guys what do you guys think of this movie? I'm gonna see it. Obviously, can confirm Doggo is in one. it. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm <laughs> dude, 14 million dollar bounty on his head for Fucking whoever gets crazy. in the 60 it's billion double dollar man, <laughs> John Wick the Stampede. Dude, ah. it's insane. And and the director was talking about how uh, they, they they go through and they talk about all these different storyboards and things they want to do. They're like, okay, how can we? Uh, you know, like they were going through through New York. That's where they shot the the last one. And uh, he was looking in Central Park, and he was like, "Hey, look at all these horses. Maybe we should do a cool horse scene." And he was talking to one of the guys who who uh, rides, you know, the horses through Central Park. And he was like, "Hey, man, uh, where do you keep all these things? Is there a thing like like I want to know if we can do a thing?" And the guy's like, "Oh, yeah." And he takes him to like like a stable within Manhattan, within New York City. It looks like a regular tall skyscraper building, but it's actually like. Uh, stables inside with a, like a shit ton of horses, and he's like, "What? Okay, John Wick goes to a stable, and he." <laughs> I was like, what? That's dope. But uh, yeah, John Wick three. I yeah. I can't wait. Uh, speaking of things uh, I can't wait for, and pre- before I could really give two shits about, uh, I'm doing this on the behest of Dave the Best, who could not be joining us this week. Uh, the Resident Evil Two one shot demo has released for the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC download. And specifically people are on going Steam. nuts. People are going nuts, and I'll I'll tell you, I think rightfully so. Uh, this is actually brilliant marketing on behalf of capcom for sure so you have this demo you can only play 30 minutes of it at most and you can only play it once per system whoa or per account so if you have steam you keep on making accounts you can keep on playing it over and over and over and over and over there is no replaying this once you're done you can end it early if you want which i did by accident but (laughs) once you do that that's it so, so you like, can't like can't like delete it and re-download it and try it that way. Nope. Or? It's it's what? you can only play it online. 
So it mm. actually reads your account, sees if you played it, because at least on Steam, which is how I played it at first, yeah. you get trophies for doing all of this. Huh. So oh, I think dope. it reads your trophy list and goes, if you get the last one, Nyx. Whoa, so, 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 so everyone listening and in, 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 in chat right now, you go, you download Resident Evil 2 Remake, and they have a demo where it's only one shot. You can't... One shot. That's why it's called. It's literally called Resident Evil 2 One Shot Demo. You only get one shot. Do not miss Wait, so what happened? What, 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 what <laughs> this opportunity comes. Dude, I, 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 wonder, I wonder how many people don't know that, because how many people are like, okay, cool, I'll pick this up later, and they turn off their system or something, and they go like out somewhere with their fiance or whatever, and then they go like, what? <laughs> right. I'm, should, should, I'm, I'm pretty sure it says it in the beginning. Don't quote me on that because, like, I already knew that going into it, reading up on it before I did. So obviously, like, IGN was reporting the shit out of it. They were like, "Before you play that one shot, we only get one chance to do it. Read our guide." And I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't need your." Help. But you know, it was very uh, heavily publicized by other uh, gaming outlets. It was also, I'm pretty sure it was in the beginning. Um, it's really, really well done. You play as Leon, and you're in the mansion. What's really cool is it's standard third-person over-the-shoulder, so it's not like fixed camera where they get the cheap thrills out of you by having a zombie where you can't really see it and all of that. You have complete control. Uh, I, I played on Steam, so I played with mouse and keyboard, and it controls like a dream. Ooh. I was a little worried about it because Resident Evil games, at least that I've played, I've always played with a controller and have been made or optimized for a controller. Uh, this one doesn't feel so. I actually downgraded the graphics quite a bit just so I could stream it with minimal um, FPS drops, and it looks ev wonderful still. Not as good as it could have, but it still looked really it good. It looks good, though. It looks great. It plays great. Uh, the scares aren't quite there, but that's not really why I'm there anymore. Like, if I want like to play a game where I get scared, I'll play, like, Outlast, or I'll jump into maybe some Silent Hill, or, you know, something to that nature. For me now, especially after, what, the past besides seven so you have five six four five six have been mostly action-based right like arguably oh yeah definitely so, and, and i don't think people really play resident evil for the scares like it's like no. the, the story and the journey you go through in these yeah. games because they're so well made so it's it's wonderful i'm not a big resident evil fan personally the only one that i yeah. played it in its entirety is five i didn't well i didn't, didn't have that four? system when it came out ah and that's a whole history that we don't have time for but I mean, four. Oh yeah, I mean, I have well it on Steam, and that's investment. one I'm going to be going back to. I, I've been actually on my channel revisiting uh, the HD remake of Resident Evil One after I played the one shot because I was like, I need more hey. of this in my life. And I'm playing it. I'm like, this is not like Resident Evil Two HD <laughs> or the remake. I don't want this, but it's wonderful. It's it's well done. It's gotten me to the point where if I'm debating, I went from not going to buy it totally after 30 minutes to maybe I'll give them the most money I could possibly give them. Oh damn! It's like this game made that much of an impression. Resident I Evil really Remake. liked it. I really, wow. really did. Um, the aiming is just great. The inventory system feels a lot better to me. In all honesty, uh, they gave me more slots to start off with, which was really nice. And it's it's just no suitcase management. There, there probably is going to be that at some point, but it was a lot more lenient than because I, like I said, I went back uh, to the first one and I have six slots and I filled them up and I can't drop it. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do? This is great. You got to merge your herbs, bro. I yeah. don't have any herbs to merge. <laughs> no herbs to merge. No herbs to merge. Man, herb merge. Kidding, I think we found the title man. of this episode. <laughs> the herb to merge. <laughs> um, no, Mr. but it's, it's worth the buy for sure. Uh, coming from someone who likes horror games, but not in love with Resident Evil. 
this is getting my money. And it's actually like, I'm kind of getting a mini panic attack because also Kingdom Hearts is on the horizon. So it's like, what? Oh my God. I got this. And they're coming out four days from each other. You're kidding so. yourself if you don't think Kingdom Hearts is going to take up all of your time. Hell we'll yeah. We'll Definitely see. will no be streaming way. that. We'll there's see, there's no contender to the throne. I've, I've been trying to replay Kingdom Hearts 1, and it hasn't been grabbing me. I'll say that. So I think my tastes have changed. Things have and and you definitely have to oh man you definitely have to like like watch one of those like uh like YouTube videos where it tells you the whole story which I have to yeah which yeah, yeah it, it's it's a crazy like I actually watched me the other day it's it's a crazy story when you see the whole thing in its entirety I it's it's crazy because even like I mean when Kingdom Hearts one came out there's actually lore before that it which oh, which yeah. is nuts and they explain it in the later games it's it's a it's a crazy convoluted story but it's great oh yeah if you haven't played the uh, if you haven't played the first collection really the when they really re- released the collection of uh, 2.5 what 1.5 and 2.5 and 2.5 um like every single one of those things is going to like games like there's content in there that's going to that's going to come back in this and i was like wait because i hadn't played uh i hadn't played a couple of them and i was like wait wait, all this is important and all this explains why i was so confused in kingdom hearts And in the commercials, I was like, wait a minute, that character is... Is that Sora? But it's not Sora, but it looks like Sora, but it's not. And there's reasons why they all look the same. I was like, every single one of these characters looks the same, and that bugs me. And then watching through and like playing through, I was like, oh, there's a reason they all look the same. And you don't know that shit unless you play yeah. all the fucking games. Yeah, well, you got to play Kingdom Hearts Mathematical Equation What you, you got to do is you got to go to YouTube.com and type in Kingdom Hearts Complete Story, enter. That's exactly what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's rough. There's no time rough. anymore. No we thing. are right around the corner. Yeah, and then even when you watch those, it's it's like this whole convoluted story. There's like different concepts you just have to accept, like people's hearts are turned into like real people and stuff like that. Like they become personified in flesh somewhat. Yeah. It's it's nuts. Know. It's it's pretty bonkers. All I know is the heartless are so cute. You get killed and you become a heartless, but then you also create a nobody from another dimension, and then but the nobodies can be get, get hearts and then become real again. So then there's really two versions of you, but one's like a yeah. fake version of you, and they all kind of look the same, but one's evil and one's it, not. Exactly, like it, it, exactly. Just like characters. Exactly. So you have like Sora and then yeah. like his nobody, which is Roxas, and you have yeah. uh, is his his heartless version. But then they clone, then they clone Roxas. Roxas. So in reality, there's literally four versions of things that are offshoots. From from sorry no scratch that there's five things that are often yeah it's and the same thing with, with 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 Riku yeah. like he turns into Ansem at one point who is like who like takes over his heart and stuff like that it's nuts it's nuts you have like Namine which which yep. is a nobody of Kairi it's insane and it's then you have Axel love it look just looks really cool yeah <laughs> yeah I got it memorized so sanctuary <laughs> cannot wait yeah that's crazy but yeah Resident Evil two one shot demo at least grab that <laughs> worth a shot if you. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. Look, speaking mm. of the undead, are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? How did you know? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Do I? If you answered yes to any of these, you'll be very excited to find out that we are getting another Ghostbusters movie in 2020. But you may be saying, wait a minute. Wasn't the last Ghostbusters movie horrible? Hmm. It kind of was, and I wish I could say it wasn't, but it is. But this movie is going to be a sequel to Ghostbusters 2. <gasps> it is going to basically, it looks like it's going to ignore the whatever happened in the, the reboot. Yes! Great, but it will take place in the universe. It will be directed by Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, the original director of the first movies, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. He's also a good director in his own right as well. 
Uh, yeah. His own Reitman. In his own Reitman. Hey. Uh, Nailed another it. Another contender. Its own Reitman. Always on. Um, yeah, he he did. Thank you for smoking. Um, he did. I love Thanks for Juno. Smoking. Like like some good movies. Not he quite, did some good like, movies. Yeah, not quite like from what you would think for like a Ghostbusters movie, but like he's definitely like those are two different styles. Ooh, up in the air. Up in the air. Oh, yeah, too. I'm actually looking at this ish. Yeah, so he, he's definitely established. He's he's not just like. Oh, the novelty. Let's get his son, who's never directed a movie in his life. Yeah, that's what people <laughs> love. He's good. Thanks, yeah. Joe Hollywood. And, and, and what I love about this is we're completely ignoring that abomination of Ghostbusters that just recently happened. What do you mean, you sexist massages pig? Do yourself a favor and watch the Mr. Plinkett review of Ghostbusters, because you think it's going to be horrible, but he actually is incredibly forgiving and incredibly fair about wow. how Feig is the real reason yeah. why that movie was Those red-letter media guys know a thing about cinema, let me tell you. They do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> But oh man, that movie was so bad! Holy crap! I mean, and and if no one's ever if no one's ever seen it, like don't don't waste your time. Honestly, it's it's really bad. To be honest, though, if people are watching our show, they probably a already seen it and agree with us, or b heard us bash on it so much that they're never going to see it. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully people hopefully. listen to us. But but yeah, I, I love that this is going to be part three. Like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Casey, what you got about well, it? Well, so the, so the one thing I don't like is that I feel like a lot of those terrible fanboys are going to feel validated, where it's like we told you. <laughs> You can't make a fucking movie with girl Ghostbusters. And I'm like, fuck you. Because the Ghostbusters comics did this whole thing with, like, Janine and the cute goth secretary that works in Ray's occult bookstore. They had a team <laughs> of all-female Ghostbusters. And it worked. Um, and it worked. Yeah. It was it was so cool. And they, it led up to this huge crossover where you had, like, eight Ghostbusters and then they became Ghostbusters International. Like, you can go places with this. But also, um, I don't know how much you guys know about the theoretical Ghostbusters 3. So no. I, I I heard some rumors, Casey. I'm hoping you heard the same ones I did. Oh, we by all means. Oh, enlighten. Yeah. Enlighten so us. so uh, rumor is that it takes place in a small town uh, where a family moves into, and it's going to be revolving around kids. It's not going to be like adult Ghostbusters. It's going to have like kids. Oh my God! It's going to tie into his cameo in Casper the Friendly Ghost. So <laughs> what a lot of people are thinking is it's a Stranger that Things kind of thing. Stranger Things kind of thing. It's going to be a kid who like is really into uh, conspiracies and ghosts and stuff like that. And then there's a girl of similar age who is um, very intelligent, very like handy, like building all the equipment, things like that, building what needs to be built, and very blunt, very like upfront, and doesn't hide. And she's going to be delivering a lot of the punchlines, is what people are thinking. Uh, another thing I heard, which isn't confirmed by any really stretch of the imagination. But a lot of people are thinking maybe Oscar, who is Sigourney Weaver's son in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, he's going to be oh, in the his baby. 30s at this point because this is a se- oh. this is a sequel. This yeah. does so. Uh, Jason Reitman said this. We're not ignoring anything. This is a true sequel that happened in the 80s. This takes place in current time. Okay, it's modern times. So there's that. Um, what he said there is the only real solid uh, foundation that we have for what this movie is going to be. He doesn't want to spoil anything. This is actually kept under wraps pretty well, considering the style, the polish on the trailer that we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like they, this trailer for only being what was a minute, something like yeah, that. Not like, even. Yeah, not even. It's pretty quick. Was so perfect. I watched it once with the sound off. The first time I watched it was the sound off because I was sneaking watching it at work. And then I watched it again <laughs> later on my break with the sound on. And it's two different 
experiences completely. The first one is like a good horror, slow zoom into the barn where you see the Ecto-1. When you watch it with the sound, you hear the, uh, what's it called? What's the musical instrument called, Chris? The With the theremin? theremin? You hear the theremin going in, which is from the library scene in Ghostbusters, right? Uh, yeah. You start hearing the proton. You see, you see the lightning, and it turns out someone's working on a proton pack because you hear like, yeah, the Yeah, you see going. like the... the, yeah, like the, the the sparks the streams. and shit yeah. the, the streams it was like more like a shotgun looking kind of stream though because it was really kind of spread out versus really um i don't know like condensed no they're pretty sh- they're pretty they're, they're pretty unpredictable they get all over the place no but yeah. like they're usually they're unpredictable around the stream like spider-man's webbing kind of like it's almost like reinforced around ah uh, okay eh, but, i see what you mean but that one is more like i don't know it looks like multiple streams coming out maybe or something yeah i don't know but um i'm really excited what's getting me a, a little I don't know, un, not uneasy, but I really want some of the guys to show up in this movie. And I actually saw a Facebook post, and I saved it because I'm that kind of guy, uh, oh. from Dan Aykroyd. And he said, if you need a tune-up, you know who to call. Which would <laughs> lead me to believe, well, you all know that Ray you know, maintained the Ecto-1. That would lead me to believe that he hasn't been called yet for this movie. So no, I, I thought there was something a while ago where he said he was going to be in it oh, really? like sometime last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, like this movie has been in development for so long. This movie has been in development for so long that um, Harold Ramis helped write part of the original oh, wow. idea for Ghostbusters 3, which was actually yeah. turned into the Ghostbusters video game. Right. Ghostbusters Hellscape. For the record, that game's awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I fucking it, it, it was it was seen as like as like a direct uh, a direct like C sequel to Ghostbusters two. It was I, ho- so I good. hope they don't ignore that. I hope that's like canon. Like imagine <laughs> they should Dude. have rookie in the movie. Ooh, like the- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or, or, or what if this name. movie is the video game? Goddamn Bandersnatch again. Ghostbusters the video game the movie the revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in, baby. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm hyped. I'm too hyped. I think like I need to like dial it back because I get too hyped. I get disappointed and angry. So speaking of things that I'm not disappointed about or angry about, uh, I finally in last year the nightmare got to play the killer. So I want to hey. give just a brief little oh, yeah. second part to my review. A part de a part de, if you will. Thanks, Charlie Sheen. Uh, <laughs> Hot shots. Tiger blood. Then there's a little little bit more of an update as well. Um, Last week, I had said the game was great. It was fun. It was, and the matchmaking was wonderful. All of that remains true, except the matchmaking. I have found it very recently very difficult to get into a game, which is kind of disappointing. Really? Damn, that sucks. Yeah. That's like, I was streaming, and there was, like, a good, like, five minutes where I was like, is this broken? Is this thing on? Like, tapping the <laughs> screen. Like, what's going on? Like, hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much, like, what was going on. So, I, I had to, like, kind of, you know, back out, back back in. Uh, I've Let me begin. Managed to get, like, a... I came to win. Yeah. Uh, I managed to get like a little posse, a mini posse going on for the game too. So with that, games have been gotten a little easier to jump into. Uh, and with their cooperation, I was finally the killer. So here's yeah, how yeah. kind of the killer system works. Um, you load in, you watch the same intro movie as the kids, which is kind of weird in my opinion. It and the, the kids get a, I think it's like a 20 second or 30 second head start. So you are just a free-floating floating camera watching them spread out and gain things and all of that. You When you spawn up, you can you have three challenges that you have to do, or you can do if you want, to really succeed as the killer. Uh, and you can choose one of three different killers. You have what I call Jax from Sons of Anarchy as a, dressed as a mummy. <laughs> okay. You have yes. Jason Voorhees ripoff. 
And then you 100%. have the brute from uh, Left 4 Dead. Those are the three basic classes that you have. Uh, each has strengths, weaknesses, different abilities. Uh, Jax has the scorpion get over here move. Um, Jason is kind of the more balanced of all of them. He's pretty strong. Um, he can jump around and he can control him, but he's not as durable as the tank. The tank is the slowest, but definitely hurts the most. So you spawn in. You can actually go into what's called a phantom mode at any point, which mm -hmm. allows you to set traps, uh, wait in corners for enemies, uh, and not actually directly impact the world around you other than those ways. So you can't kill anyone in phantom mode. Uh, but you can move around a lot faster as well. You cannot hmm. respawn as a flesh and blood being while in the direct area of any of the kids. So it kind of gives them a little bit of fairness. But you can go into another room where they can't see you and spawn back in as a being and scare the crap out of them. <laughs> you can jump into vents, jump into walls, jump out and like one-shot them, or you can bide your time. These are all things that are you can do. I am horrible at being the killer. I'm just going to say that. I didn't have a great experience with it because I just couldn't get into that mindset, into that groove. It's mostly setting traps and waiting around corners is what I've been seeing. But once I'm like Jason with like the, the axe, I'm like, man, mm -hmm. I just want to kill some dudes. I just want to kill some teenagers right now. What's, what's I was going to say you worked in customer service for years. <laughs> <laughs> you should be fueled by the dang guy. You, you definitely know what the focus. feeling is like to want to murder people. Give in to your anger. So, uh, yes. I, I can definitely confirm uh, it is a lot more fun playing with uh, Steady Crew. I figured out the push to talk nonsense finally, which oh, was good. great. Uh, I know I talked about that last week where I was like, I can't figure this out. It was not in the game's key bindings directly. It was in the Discord overlay mm -hmm. key bindings. So you mm -hmm. jump into the game. Uh, you have to activate your uh, overlay. Go to the rent or the wrench, the gear. You turn on push to talk because it's not on by default no matter what your Skype is set to. Or Skype, your Discord. Noise. So uh, ultimately, does my review of it change overall impressions? No. It's still a great game. It's still fun. I'm not going to hit that choose me as the killer button anymore. I'm just going to say as a teenager and, and keep on going. Uh, I am probably going to continue to play it for a little bit longer. I don't know for me if it has the staying power or something like Left 4 Dead did where I played it for like months and months and months and months and months on end, which is not entirely too surprising because the team that made this is a lot smaller. They can only really output so much and have it be polished and have it be consistent. Well-made game. Uh awesome i don't want to say awesome for an indie because it's kind of diminishing what it is uh but for the size of that team what they output what they made is very impressive uh still i would say it's a 15 20 game nice cool. that's all i got sweet dude serge what do you got for games man oh man so uh moving right along to another game dude we had a big reveal so uh the video game awards we had a small little game known as mortal Kombat 11 um, they gave us a little teaser trailer with some uh, interesting musical choices, but nothing really stuck with anyone. Until today, we had a Mortal Kombat 11 uh, reveal via a huge conference with Ed Boon and everything, and it looks pretty cool. So, so Mortal Kombat, I love fighting games, and I love Mortal Kombat ever since I was a kid. All right, on my Sega Genesis, it was so dope. Like, being a little kid and seeing that you're able to, like, have this, what, what was back then, ultra violence. 
just at your fingertips was so damn cool. And they've really upped the ante with Mortal Kombat 11. Now, the graphics have improved a lot. The game has got a lot gorier, <laughs> a lot more. Uh, man, like, if, if Twitch has their terms of service, like, this is every cinematic, every fatality pretty much violates all of the terms of services for, for Twitch. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> like, throughout the whole last year, people were like, Twitch TOS? <laughs> Are yeah. admins watching? Are they going to ban Ed Boon and <laughs> the creative director of Mortal Kombat? Like, what's going on here? The game looks so freaking dope. And the collector's edition, just uh, getting ahead of himself here, is going to be like a bust head of Scorpion. And it looks really damn cool. So in Mortal Kombat 11, they made the game a little bit faster. Uh, but they, they made some interesting changes. Like, you can no longer run. Hmm. Your character isn't slow. You got to kind of use your character's moves. You can dash a little bit, but there's a meter. They also have these offensive and defensive bars. So your offensive moves are tied to a bar. And your defensive moves are also tied to a bar. So you, you can't really spam things. You have to think more about what you're going to do. And they get, oh, man, I just can't get over how crazy this game looks. And uh, we haven't really seen much of the story yet. They showed us, um, they showed us some of it of a story trailer. They showed us a uh, gameplay with some new characters and some characters who are returning. You got your classic characters like Raiden. You got Scorpion. You've got Sub Zero, a crowd favorite. But you've also got uh, some new new characters like uh, Guess, who is it looks like like an Egyptian god card. <laughs> he what? looks really dope. Set yeah, yeah, yeah. You Dude, and also. Yeah, and also my blue eyes. And also, they're bringing back uh, favorites like Baraka. Like he hasn't been in a game in a minute, dude. And he looks <laughs> he looks so dope. And again, the violence is so ultra. Like the 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 the, um, the finishing moves they were showing, where where like Baraka, like he slices your face open, he pulls off your face, he slices down your face again, he pulls out your skull, he pierces his arm into your brain and eats your brain. It's nuts. And the whole while, the stream was like Twitch TOS. Twitch terms What's of service. Is this allowed? Is this is this allowed? Because there are certain things like Twitch streamers get banned for, and here we are with this ultra ultra violent Mortal Kombat 11. I will definitely be playing this game. Like I'm 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 like I love fighting games. I'm not a pro at them, but they are so much fun, and I can't get over how cool the game looks and and some of the new features they have. Another feature they have is you can kind of customize your character. So let's say you got Scorpion, you can give him a different face mask, you can give him different colors, different drapery, you can give him uh, different shoulder pads, you can give like his um, his get over here spear, you can change that too. So you're gonna have a lot of different unlocks and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Not sure how much that that's the range to be seen, but. It looks really, really damn cool. I'm so interested. So they're just like, it's not just a fighting game, but you have some custom customability available uh, right off the bat. Um, you know, they're like, oh, if you pre-order, you'll get this, that, and the other thing. I didn't really pay attention to that because who cares? <laughs> like, right. we don't care about empty promises right off the bat with pre-orders. Like, whenever I hear the word pre-order, like, I immediately shut my brain off. I'm like, I don't care. Like, these yeah. are all promises. We'll see what happens when your game is released and what we'll actually get when, when the, you know, for, from the game. It's like, pre-order, you'll get blah, 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 blah. Don't care. Yeah. But game looks, game looks pretty, pretty damn dope. Like, I can't wait to get into this thing. And I think in uh, in March, they're going to be doing uh, demos. But, nice. but yeah, have, have you, do, you, do you guys play, play Mortal Kombat or fighting games at all? The last Mortal Kombat game I played had Baraka in it. That's why you're like, oh, it. I was like, has it been? Dude, that's, a, that's, a, that's some time. That is some time ago. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite fighting game was Star Wars Masters of Terrace Kasi, so I don't think, it, I, ca I, don't oh. think I count in this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm, hooked on, I'm still hooked on Smash Brothers, so I don't know if there's another fighting game that can get me. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, that's not a real fighting game. 
Yes, it's it is. It's like saying that's like saying Mario Kart is like the best racer. It's the best kart. It racer. is it's the best kart racer. But like you can't like that versus Forza. Like I'd rather play Mario Kart, but I'm not gonna like yeah <laughs> compare the two. Dude, it's so funny throughout like, the fighting game. Uh, throughout the fighting game community, whenever we talk about fighting games, we're just like, oh yeah, there's Smash Two. People are like, get out of here. <laughs> What are you talking like, about? Like it's its own category. Like Smash and Mario Kart, they're their own friggin' things. Yeah. It's for babies. <laughs> yeah, this game looks absolutely insane. I can't wait to pick it up. And I, I see some uh, people in the chat uh, also like Mortal Kombat. Uh, March thirtieth is the beta. Thank you very much, uh, Adam. So get a guy. March thirtieth is the mm. beta. I will be on that. Fight me in video game. Not in real life. But, uh, <laughs> dude, they all got it. the finishing moves look polished. Like, the game looks like its own animal. And what's cool is that when you do the finishing moves and certain moves, it turns into, like, a really, really cinematic-looking thing. I mean, Baraka rips off a guy's face, rips off a skull, gets the brain. Like, oh, man, like, Sub-Zero does this thing. I love it. Can't can't pass away. That's Mortal Kombat 11, dudes. Let's mm-hmm. let's get it. Perfect. And transitioning into somewhat video game related things. Um, you guys remember when they were like Mark Wahlberg is gonna be in this Uncharted movie that may or may not happen? Yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of disappeared for a while. And yeah, then, and it was like it's yeah, not what happening. About it, and guys? then they were like, oh, um, oh guess what? Uncharted Tom Holland's gonna be it. And then everyone's like, all right, cool. And then it just kind of died down a little bit. Nobody gave a shit about it. But now, once again, we're hitting another, oh, my goodness, this is a thing that's apparently still happening, uh, where they actually have signed on, uh, what's his name, Dan Trachtenberg, Mm. who is the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm -hmm. Ooh. The best Cloverfield. uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, to this movie, which is good. It looks like Tom Holland's still a part of it. Uh, previously, it was Sean Levy was signed on to be the director, but who knows what's happening with that. He's left, and now it's Dan Trachtenberg, which I'm okay, because 10 Cloverfield Lane's pretty dope. Damn also, good I movie. Feel like the, I feel like the aesthetic of that as well Hell like, yeah. fits right in line with Uncharted. Um, still got Tom Holland attached to it. Um, I mean, this thing's been up and down on Sony's radar for like a while, but... Um, who knows if it will ever come to fruition? Uh, but apparently, things are it's still being worked on. Question mark. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I'm just gonna say yeah, it. it's it's basically like Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Like there's rumors about it all the time, but until it actually comes out, which we're damn close to it, yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? Do not believe the lies. No, <laughs> don't believe the lies. It's such Anyways. a big undertaking to make an Uncharted movie. But like, why even thing? make I th- it? You don't need it, dude. Like the games it's are. Our, I mean. It, because the, the money, the yeah. Sony's like, we yeah. love money. We can get the normies, you know, the muggles who don't play video games. I mean, we all know how great Uncharted is, but yeah. there's all that money to be made by people who don't know. They have no idea. I mean, they you can know? just <laughs> save themselves a whole bunch of money and just like go to Twitch and type in Uncharted and market that as the movie. The only people I talk to have like, they have no idea what Twitch is. It's so funny because yeah. like we often forget that we're in this fantastical world and there's all these like normal people out there who have no idea, you know, yeah. like, like, like even like even. Even at, at work, people were like, oh, like Twitch, right? That's that thing that you do. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of kind of a big deal. Amazon bought it for like buku bucks, for like millions of dollars. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 a thing. Speaking of things, amazing Casey. Things. Uh so I guess the last thing of the night, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I saw Dragon Ball Super Broly today. How was it? It was really good. The end. Honestly, I was kind of blown away. Uh, the trailer we had all seen previously, I assume. Yes? Oh, yeah. I didn't. I haven't watched any Supers, so all I'm right. keeping clear of this. There, well, there's really no spoilers, um, okay. which is 
kind of interesting. Other than because the movie already came out a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, no, well, it's uh, it's it's canon. You know, the there's always been like a weird middle ground of are the Dragon Ball movies canonical or not? And they're like, well, the golden rule is did Akira Toriyama have his hands on it? In that case, yes. <laughs> if not, no. Um, so this is Akira Toriyama taking a swing at probably, I would say, the most popular Dragon Ball character that's had sort of a nebulous role in the, the universe. Um, yeah. Because Broly, his power is maximum. Broly! Um, and he's beloved by 13-year-olds everywhere. He's a big, muscly man. <laughs> uh, this movie takes place after the end of Dragon Ball Super, which, no spoilers, ends with this really great universal tournament arc. And everybody's like, well, what could possibly be beyond this? I mean, we're facing... Dude, that end that end to Dragon Ball Super, before you continue, was incredible. It was fantastic. Like, I, dude, I, I, I had no idea they can top themselves. Because, I mean, people are like, okay, Dragon Ball Z is cool. Dragon Ball Super started off all right. But then it really got its legs. And once it did, it was off to the races. And if you guys want to see something really cool in regards to Dragon Ball. I mean, cause like I have people who haven't really seen Dragon Ball super yet because they're like, Oh, is it just a rehash of Dragon Ball Z? Like, what is it really? And it's, it's, it's actually really good. It starts off all right. But like, I would say, watch, watch the whole thing. It's really damn yeah. good. And the ending was dude. It was like, it was like universe defining. Interesting. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch it. I'm waiting for that, that Funimation Hulu deal to really pan out for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, until then, you've got Crunchyroll, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so crunchy. I think Dragon Ball Super is the reason people have Crunchyroll. Yeah. <laughs> to be Fair. perfectly honest. So the plot of this film is it follows a lot of the original Broly movie that came out in the 90s that everybody already knows. Uh, Paragus was uh, a Saiyan from back before the planet blew up. His son Broly, as a baby, has a ridiculous power level of something like 10,000. So, in the original movie, they tried to murder him because they're like, oh, well, this kid can't be that strong. Like, he could pose a danger to all of us. And it's like, you know, you, you've literally got an ace in the hole if your ace in the hole was to flip the table and shoot all the other guys yeah. with this. Um, but in this one, it's it, it gives a little more character to everything. He's not just some big, like, hulking, terrifying monster guy. Um, it gives depth to King Vegeta, and he's like, you know, my son is the strongest of us. And he's like, but no, your majesty. And he's like, but yes, I'm launching your kid, your mutant kid, into space. So he can't bother <laughs> anybody or upstage my kid. They end up getting trapped on this, like, totally abandoned monster planet for years. Until one day, Frieza scouts just happened to be out on the planet and they find him and they hear this distress beacon. So living 30 years in isolation might make you a little crazy if it's just a father and a son. They eventually get brought to earth by Frieza in a ploy to destroy Goku and Vegeta. Like at last, as if he couldn't try and do it himself. Um, <laughs> he's alive by the way, Greg, sorry. That's kind of important that you might not have known. <laughs> they bring him back in super. Um, well, I mean, I did see Resurrection F, and I did see Battle of the Gods. Oh, okay. So, so that's not yeah. yeah. Like I've seen those movies, but I haven't watched Super. And I heard the first like couple seasons or so, or not seasons, couple episodes the, are rehashing. The, fir it. the first arcs, yeah, are exactly they're a retelling of that. Because yeah. um, I yeah. wasn't, I yeah. like you know, I wasn't sure if those movies were originally like in universe, whatever. Who cares? Well, it's continuity. Casey, we we did an episode on Resurrection. I know. F. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just remembering this now. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> this film was, I got to say, there aren't a lot of things I think of as like the pinnacle of 2D animation. Like there are some that are like huge hallmarks, uh, Sinbad, oh, yeah. um, plenty of Disney classics. But this, in terms of Japanese animation, is what would you guys say is, is the best animated series you've seen come out of Japan? South Park. Oh, wait, that's Japan. From Japan. <laughs> and it's ooh, that, it's a it's a really hard yeah, question. Yeah, that is. See, for, are you saying series series or movie? Either one, just something that blew you away in 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 terms of visual spectacle. Spirited away. Oh uh, damn yeah. it! I was good. Uh, I was yeah. spirited spirited away. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Any of those? Just the, just the Miyazaki, Miyazaki stuff. Yeah. Stuff. Is There's one called uh, Paprika, which was trippy as fuck. It was really good. Hmm. Yeah. What was the? Um, oh, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorites. Yeah, the Miyazaki ones for sure are are super great. This the animation style of this, at least the 2D parts, because there is some 3D mixed in, which I'm not crazy about, which I'm never crazy about, but it, yeah. it actually <laughs> is pretty smooth and and looks good. Um. The 2D animation reminded me of like some of the really like greatest moments of Full Metal Alchemist, where they do those super close zoom-ins, and there's just an incredible level of detail that you'd normally Ooh, that don't Jason get. Jason would need them. All yeah. right, I'm just shouting them out tonight because I wish he could be here. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it's it's beautiful. The the lighting, the use of colors, like everything is so deliberate and calculated. And let me tell you, the soundtrack is a goddamn banger. Really? They just have a, <laughs> they have three songs, right? And they all have character names in them. So, like, one second you've just got Goku staring down Broly, who just finished slapping Vegeta around for a little bit. And this mm. guitar riff comes in and just goes, Broly! That sounded horrible. And I'm, like, at the edge <laughs> of my ears. seat, like, what is going to happen? <laughs> like, what's going on? And they're just fucking shredding. Like, the, the music is completely in time with the punches. Like, it's it's... I would never say this about a Dragon Ball film, but this is like art on screen. <laughs> I like I go into this thinking this is gonna be some dumb movie where just a bunch of like martial arts guys are punching each other and shooting beams and shouting real loud. And while there is that, yes, there's a character story here about abandonment, fathers and sons, and just a soundtrack that's gonna just blow your underwear out through your pants, dude. Like there was an interview with Akira Toriyama where he was just like, he they had to do this movie because it's such a beloved character, and he couldn't remember if he couldn't remember if he was a part oh. of the original canon or not. So he was just like, okay, we're gonna make this movie, and it's going to be canon, okay? And and with him actually putting his hand into it, like production, the art, everything like that, he's just like, we're going to go all out. And before the movie, before the trailer even came out, everyone was like, holy crap, that's one hell of a statement. So, yeah. so hearing you was like say all these like crazy things, it's like, damn, he really did it. Yeah, I can't wait. God damn. It's, it's just, it has to truly be seen to be appreciated. Now, is it worth full price? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I said this before the show to the guys, but I'll reiterate it for you as well, listening at home. Oh, thanks. Um, I have okay. AMC Stubbs A-List, which, again, for like 20 bucks a month is like the best fucking value you can get to go see a movie. Maybe movies are cheap where you are, but for me in New York, you're looking at 12 to $16 a ticket. And that's without IMAX or any of the bells and whistles. Mm. All right? Now, this was a special promotion, which I had to actually pay full price for because um, it wasn't included in my, I guess, subscription or whatever. Completely worth it. Um, I wow. wouldn't go. I don't know if it's available in something like 3D. I didn't look because, I mean, I don't want to fucking blow my eyes out on a 3D animated film. <laughs> Imagine uh, if you saw it, though. You'd be like, guys, I was in. I was in. I was in, I was the, in movie. the film. <laughs> 
There's That's a scene where you touch. can throw the Kamehameha. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it just it, I was completely blown away. I was utter, I was surprised at the overall quality. Like, just a a masterpiece, a, a true masterpiece. It it might be the single greatest piece of Dragon Ball media I have ever played. Watched. Damn. Yes. Wow. I, That's some high praise. High. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, if if I could go see it again for free. I would, but I, like, I am, te- I am sorely I love that tempted. distinction. Has, has to be free. Sorely tempted to drop another 16 bucks to see it. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of money. It is a lot, but you know what? It's really well worth it. And the original cut of this thing is something like three hours. What? what? Yeah. There's Jeez. like three hours of material, and they what? have to trim it down Holy to like crap. an hour and a half. It's crazy. That's like one charge up. Dude. You know it. <laughs> but yeah, it's listen. not wrong. I, you guys should, I would love to hear what you guys think about it when you see it on or off this show. Definitely. But, oh, I had to talk about it this week. I had to. And with that, we're going to end on a high note tonight, this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That's officially all the time that we have for this week. This has been issue number 173 of the Backyardy Funky Podcast. I want to go ahead and uh, just take a quick, quick, quick moment to go ahead and thank everyone that participated and hung out with us in chat today. We had uh, Ocon. Good to see you, man. We had Craig O'Mac. Good to see you in there. Uh, Boulevard Gaming Bebo. What's going on, bud? We got Johnny Shirt showing up. Who can forget about him? Remember to go check out his stream over at twitch.tv forward slash Johnny Shirts. Uh, you can. Who else is in there? Oh, so I'll get a guy, Adam. We called him out. Pro Max came in for a bit. Good to see him as well. And I think. Oh, and Rurutu. Who can forget? Rurutu. Yeah. That's going to go ahead and, and round out that. Well, that was great chat if you want to participate thanks to all the lurkers in the lurkers yeah i'm not gonna shut them out because they can just say hi <laughs> and then i'll see them on there and that's all i gotta do uh but i do want to say thank you to the lurkers for coming in and hanging out with us too we we obviously appreciate you guys if you want to go ahead and lurk or participate in chat you can go ahead and find us over at twitch.tv forward slash bad funky on thursday nights and we go live at 9 p.m now a new fresh time remember did you get that raise yet no no it's because you're not working hard enough it's not my fault anymore that's all uh <laughs> what uh you can't it's not not because of us it's not not because it's of us new bcf time same bcf channel yeah a little be wake up a little more refresh you can go ahead and find us after the fact on apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud iHeartRadio, and spotify you can catch the replays over twitter tv forward slash back you can find us like anywhere pretty much yeah it's Most great places. it's wonderful uh Thank you all for hanging out with us. It's super appreciated. And remember, we'll see you next time or we'll see you another time.